0: what's up everybody and welcome to us told by Neek, where I pop my shit and give my honest review on my lady free <sighs> today I'm having a fangirl moment, y'all I got Austin Teeling joining me and today we will be discussing um her catalog and any new releases that she has. thank you for joining me today ma'am and how are you doing I'm good girl how you doing I'm fine Okay,
1: so who is author T. Lynn and what inspired you to write? Um, I'm just, I'm just T. Lynn, you know, um, number one of my author, sister, daughter, girlfriend, all that good stuff. Um, what inspired me to start writing, uh, I actually been reading since I was probably like 14, I'm pretty sure my parents had no idea that I was reading like urban fiction, but I found <laughs> one of my mom's books. Uh, I found one of my mom's books by Zane, um, the Sisters of Alpha Phi Phi, Phi from the first book I ever read. And I was like so intrigued, like, oh my God, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so I kind of started like, read. that's what when, when introduced me to reading. And then a few years ago, I was just, I was reading some book. I forgot what title it was, but I was yeah, I think I can, like, really write one of these books. So I started writing and um, in my notepad on my phone, and which was, ironically, um, when I was like this, but that was, like, my fourth release, because that book was, like, so underdone. Because <laughs> I learned so much um, from when I started. So I just started writing that shit in my phone one day, and I was like, I could really do this, but that's how the journey started for me
0: so would you say that um you've been wanting to write ever since you were a kid yeah okay okay um when you're writing when you're in your when you're in your space when you're in your zone um mm-hmm. what are three things that you absolutely have to have right
1: um I have to have music number one um I do my best work to Drake when I listen to Dra all right um, I have to have a uh, quiet space, uh, which is most of the time my room, because my kids pretty much rule the rest of my house. <laughs> um, and then um, <clears throat> probably water, I mean, so I can, you know, stay hydrated and, well, let me backtrack sleep, because if I'm tired, I'm not doing nothing. I'm not <laughs> like the most laziest person that you could ever be, so...
0: Um, what was one of the most surprising things you learned when you started, um, creating your stories?
1: Um, most surprising thing, um, I don't know, um, I wasn't really, well, I guess I could say, like, how many, when I first started, like, how many people actually do write because I've read the same people like when I when I, when I I was a reader, I was mm-hmm. reading like the same people. So it's really like shocking. It's still shocking to know mm-hmm. that there's so many people that are like in the genre and all around. I'm like, damn, like, you know, I was really like in a tight little box because I didn't even know all of these people wrote.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. Like I have, you know what I'm saying, like my set office that I always go to when I read. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, every now and then I find somebody new I'm like damn I hate I've been sleeping on this person It's like a a continuous cycle so yeah I understand what you mean there um what do you think it takes to make a good story um
1: number one it takes um I would say passion Mm -hmm. you gotta really wanna do what you're doing in order to write a good story and you have to actually like love what you're doing to write a good story I mean you have to love what you're doing to do anything you wanna do well So definitely, um, it definitely takes passion to do this and
0: patience. When you're, when you're writing and you are thinking of, um, your storylines and stuff, um, do you try to be more original when it comes to what you're creating or do you just try to, um, keep in mind what the readers want and give them that?
1: Well, um... So as a reader, I will start there. Like I mean, you kind of want your, an author to like, you know, take your advice on what you like and what you don't like. Uh-huh. But as an author, you'll learn that you have to write for yourself because you can't please everybody. Right. You know, um, uh, writing is a is, is an art, and you know, it's a create. You know, it's your creative space. So you essentially have to do it for yourself. So I try to be the most original that I can be, but also keep in mind what my readers doing don't like but i mean you know everybody's not gonna like everything you put out so if i put out something that's going to cater to you as you know one of my biggest supporters mm-hmm. somebody else is not gonna like it so right. you know it kind of is what it is but i try to keep you know my right, uh, you know my originality in there as much as possible
0: with that being said um how do you how do you handle it when you have um like a bad review um, when I first started writing
1: it it used to really bother me like oh my god this is like the, I did so bad <laughs> they uh-huh. hate it but I mean as I put out more work it's just um, you kind of have to just take it in stride like you gotta you can't take the good without the bad you know right. and it's always good to have those bad reviews sometimes because some people are really um, I mean you got some people that are just being you know maybe an asshole or whatever right um, but you have some people that are really trying to um that really are critiquing you so you can get better like that that doesn't go to say like just because i gave you a bad rating or review doesn't mean that i'm not gonna read your next release it's just saying that you know you could have did better with this one or maybe it. Ed- all of mine are like editing issues most of the time anyway so yeah. it's like stuff is like really out of my hands you know so right. i'm kind of like it is what it is i just try to get better with you know Because when I fix that, what are they going to complain about
0: next? Right. You know. Somebody's going to always find something, though. Yeah. Um, Did did publishing um, your first book change your writing process?
1: Yes. Um, A lot of people... um, My first book didn't drop until, like, December, the year before last or whatever. But I had started... I had been um, published since July that year. And... I was kind of like slow poking it because I didn't really know what I was doing at all. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. And when I turned that book in, it was just the conversation that I had with Casey. She was like, yeah, this is not it.
0: <laughs> so when you say your first book, you're talking about?
1: When Love's Like This, that's the first book that I turned in. Okay. But when she told me, and I actually did turn that book in, thinking that it was going to be a series, right? And mm-hmm. I was thinking that, oh, I just undid did the thing with this, right? no ma'am. When she told me, I probably turned it in, like I said, I got published in July. I probably turned that in to her in like September. And she was like, no ma'am. So that's when I started um, What You Do To Me. And I kind of took my time with it. And even though it took me a couple months to actually get it right, and to actually write it, um, it did, that book, like writing that book um, changed my whole, you know, my whole little setup or whatever. I knew I had to actually put in work Put in time, so I started dedicating like all of my free time to that because before that I was like still going to the club and stuff like that, mm-hmm. so I really didn't have time to write because hell, I'd go out and I'd be hungover the next day, I can't do
0: nothing. So, girl, I wish you could see how big I'm <laughs> smiling right now because <laughs> uh, you know, I just I love you one, so no girl, <laughs> girl, that's bae, that is bae. Like, I think that. Out of all, all the books that you've released, even though you got some, you got some top tier niggas in, these, in this lineup, but I don't know. Juwan is just gonna always be number one. He's just yeah, gonna always everybody. be number one to me. I can't top him for anybody though. I and well, the other people don't need to worry about him. <laughs> they, they they shouldn't worry about him. They should move on. Um. So in. In your book, you have—I ain't gonna say they toxic, but you got some toxic niggas in your book, ma'am. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> is it—is it difficult for you when it's time to create these characters, or does it kind of come natural to you?
1: It kind of Well, it depends. Um, give me an example of who's toxic, and I can tell you if he's difficult.
0: Um. Who was toxic? Ryder was very toxic. He was. That's who I was about <laughs> to say because he wasn't. He wasn't a bad guy. I mean, he was a single nigga doing single shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's like he wanted to be single, but it's like well, a, he didn't
1: though. I think uh, the concept that everybody's missed, it's not just you and it may have, not and because so many people feel the same way, it's probably um, the way I didn't word it, the mm-hmm. way that I should have. He mm-hmm. wasn't really necessarily wanting to be single. He wanted to be with Tegan, but Tegan had her reserve reservations because of how things had went for them in the past. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he had gotten to a point where he grew up and he was ready. But if she was, you know, she was still kind of like giving him pushback so he kind of was still doing his thing like you know on some when you ready type shit let me know and I'm ready too but she wanted as a woman she wanted him to actually see that she just wanted him to start you know show her that he was willing to change and you know him being a man he didn't know it wasn't really hard for me to write him he kind of just came natural too I loved him I'm kind of sure. crazy
0: <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know I didn't like writing. Uh, I got beef with a lot of these niggas, actually. Um, you already know I, I don't like Rashad. No. no he I just, don't. I don't know, I don't know. Like, Rashad, he just, I don't
1: know. Rashad was a loser. Well, you have to think, like, the way that they started out, Rashad and Cheyenne was on some we having fun type shit. Like, she was in the street doing whatever it is she wanted to do. She didn't want to settle down either. But mm-hmm. she caught feelings first. And he like, I mean, you know, he fucked with her, too but he wasn't, that's not where they were initially. When they finally got to a point where he did want to fuck with her like that, he fucked around and had Megan pregnant. And, well, she was, she was saying that it was his baby at the time, And he didn't know that for sure, because, I mean, she was like fucking other niggas too, but by that time he had finally weighed her weighed Cheyenne out, and she was pregnant with his baby too, and he didn't want to risk losing her, and, you know, her taking his son, but
0: like I get that, and I understand that. I guess I just don't like him because he didn't make all that. Like, he hid that from her. You know what I'm saying? I just, Mm -hmm. it just, I don't know. I don't like him. I guess I just felt like, you know what I'm saying? He could have said that. He could have told her what it was and gave her. Because I think that if he was honest with her, I really feel like she would have took that into consideration. Okay, this man being honest with me. We're going yeah. to work it out. You know what I'm saying? We're going to make it work. But it's kind of like he didn't give her that option. He just yeah. chose
1: for her. Facts. And, probably, and I mean, again, and again that could have been like a lot on me too as the author. Uh, I was still learning a lot at the time. So, um, and and now I'm trying to like detail my books a lot more than I have been. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I know that I could have, like, you know, if I went back and rewrote it today, it would be mm-hmm. different.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So... Um, but you know, Rashad this misunderstood. That's my fault.
0: <laughs> no, and it and again, like I don't want you to think that I'm saying okay, this is what you should have done. No, this is just mm-hmm. me and how I feel. About nah, I get it. Because I, I I, opinion, I know though. I know niggas that's that's like that. I guess that's why mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. And it's like sometimes often say you know what I'm saying you can't you can't put your um personal feelings into how you feel about a book but sometimes it's kind of hard you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. it's like you're not trying to necessarily tell an author what they should and what they shouldn't do but it's like when you've been in that situation or know someone is in that situation it's kind of mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying hard not to feel yeah. the first type of way about it facts that's facts um another um little talk boo of mine is Legend Davis baby yeah <laughs> I love Legend, though. but I I do too. Like I look like Legend. He he saw what he wanted, and he he went after. It. Mm-hmm. Like that's all it was. But I was just I was so embarrassed when he kind of like knocked that man on his ass
1: in that restaurant. Yes, girl. <laughs> I'm like,
0: how you got pumped and got your girl snatched the same night? You know what I'm saying? Right, but, but Andre was trash He way, was. So. He was. He was. And um, uh, I think her name was Joy. I think that was her mm-hmm. name. Yeah. She wasn't shit either. She wasn't shit either. Yeah, I hated um, her. And then you had Italy. She was a little dumbass. Because mm-hmm. girl, if you don't leave this man alone. <laughs> but right. um Dr- Draco, he Draco wasn't. He wasn't that toxic to me, but he had he had a couple traits by himself. Yeah, he had some toxic ways.
1: He was um, young though. Yeah, it was expected from him because he was so young.
0: Yeah, Taylor. She, um, I think her name was Taylor. hmm She was a. Uh, I ain't gonna call a girl slow. but She was a dense. Yes. <laughs> she she definitely had moments because yeah. it's like if this man is always out of pocket, like you don't think. Yeah. I'm you know. going on. You know what I'm saying? But, um, I like, um, Amina and Peg, though. I think Peg was probably, like, the least, one of the least toxic characters you had. Yes. Besides Pick Darren. And,
1: and Maurice? Maurice wasn't really toxic. He
0: wasn't. He wasn't. And Darren, he, Darren is <laughs> <was> just <laughs> that man, boy, I tell you. He just, he just wanted to be down with the game so bad. And Juan gave him such a hard time. And we <laughs> but... right. Both of them gave him hard
1: time.
0: Yeah. Um, I think that Currency is at almost, I think he, he rounds out my top three. Because I, even though the situation with um him and, how you say her name, Coy? Coy,
1: yeah.
0: Even though it started out basically, you know what I'm saying, as a business arrangement, like he caught real feelings for her. Yeah. And it was like, don't fuck with her. Like, I, I like how he was real, you know what I'm saying, protective of her and yeah. he didn't play about her. Um, so like out of the out of the books that you created, who is your um favorite character? If you have uh one? my favorite character to date my favorite
1: character to date would have to be uh, currency. he was probably my favorite to write like I loved him um because he really didn't play. Um, right, And it is so hard to choose between him and Legend because Legend was actually my favorite for a long time. Okay. Um, but Currency kind of came and took, took over for me. Uh, I love both of them. I love all my my characters. All my, I love every my female characters and my male characters. But yeah. He's probably your, my favorite. Who's your least favorite? Uh, My least favorite? Let me think of who all I have here. I don't know. Jada probably was my least favorite. Can I pick between the girls too? Yeah, yeah, because she was kind of like judgmental a little bit to Maurice or whatever. When uh-huh. and you know she, um, she was kind of for her to be as you know as old as she was, and she was the oldest. Uh-huh. You know, she was older than him. She was kind of like immature at times, uh-huh. um, especially you know when he was doing everything he could to show her. Yeah what it was and it's kind of like bitch you better be
0: glad you got pregnant with his baby or he probably will not fuck with you no more at all right <laughs> right um if you could change how one of your characters are perceived like as far as like them being the villain when they're really a good person who would it be? Mm-hmm. Rashad because
1: everybody like literally gives Rashad such a
0: hard time
1: (laughs) and he really loved his wife he loved his wife and he loved his I think that Rashad tried to make make the best out of a fucked up situation and he was just scared you know what I'm saying like I said he had never been in anything monogamous so when he met Cheyenne he kind of that's what she was for him at first you know they both were having fun but when they started spending a long time together and got to know each other he kinda fell for or whatever and mm-hmm. by this time this shit done came up with his girl and his babies and he wasn't willing to lose what he had going on, so he tried to do it. He thought it was best for him to keep everybody satisfied. He knew he was gonna have to tell Cheyenne eventually, but
0: he wanted and to I, do it on his own terms and time. And I think that's really why, you know what I'm saying, I I didn't like him because he ain't the worst nigga. You know what I'm saying? That I read about. Mm-hmm. I just I just think that what I didn't like was he didn't give her enough respect. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if respect is the word, but I I just don't like that he didn't, he wasn't honest with her. You know what I'm saying? It's like you didn't
1: I mean, at the end of it, and then, you know, it didn't help that, you know, you married this girl and she you married this girl knowing, and, and you didn't I don't know. It's kind of like you. I know you loved her, but you married her, so she couldn't leave. you. That was like selfish as fuck, right?
0: Um, let's talk about your upcoming release. Um, how do you? How do you feel about them? Like, can you talk about um, what's going on in the in the release and what can you you know, we expect from it? Um, both of them. Yeah, cause it's, I got two.
1: Okay, Intoxicated will drop first. It's part of our late night, early morning collection uh-huh. um, under um, you know my publishing company. Uh-huh. Um, in this book, you'll have Giovanni and Kelis. Um Giovanni is basically um, he's a privileged kid. You know, he grew up in money or whatever. Uh, his dad has always owned and operated a distribution company, so they distributed like alcohol to a lot of bars and clubs and everything across the nation. So he was kind of, you know, one of those school fed babies. Um, While you have Khalif, who she grew up just like a regular middle class home with her grandfather. Um, They both um, experienced like tremendous loss in the beginning parts of their life. So Uh they both went through life like kind of missing a part of them. Uh And they kind of like meet and both pour into each other something that they didn't know that they needed. Um, but and it's a an novella before y'all, you know. No, it's a short story. It's a novella, so y'all don't start repeats. Um, <laughs> but I feel like in the I feel like even though it's a short story, I gave y'all a lot, and I gave y'all enough to love both of them. Like y'all okay. are probably gonna love both of them. You know, most of my female characters, they're kind of like submissive to their men, but at least kind of like don't play that okay as Phoenix too because I have double or nothing coming out um she don't play with Trayvon she don't play about Trayvon either so y'all okay.
0: Love her okay um outside of um your own book are there any other authors or genres that you like to indulge in from time to time uh not really different genres i pre-
1: I pretty much stay in urban I read romance too but I mean urban romance um mm-hmm author I'm gonna read anything Siobhan dropped Siobhan right Latrice, I'm reading mm-hmm. anything she dropped um the same for uh Casey I'll read anything Casey Miller drops um let me think of a third one my top three um and I mean Nikki Brown I'll read anything
0: she dropped too okay that's yeah a good lineup that's, that's a good lineup yeah. um What advice do you have for any up-and-coming authors that you can share? Um, Main
1: thing is to make sure that number one, you're writing for you. Uh Um again like you meet these days we're, we're able to like our, our supporters and stuff have a lot of access to us meaning when I started reading I couldn't just get online and you know write my author and be like hey <laughs> write the author of a book that I was reading and say anything to them so um, they got you have a lot of access you know your fans have a lot of access to you so they're gonna come to you and tell you what they absolutely love some I'm gonna tell you what they absolutely hate you know you kind of get the good bad and the ugly with it um but you want to make sure that you don't let that affect you to a point where you can't write because writing is mental right um you start trying to consider everything that everybody else wants so in turn you start writing their story instead of your own so i would definitely tell you to write for your tell any up and coming authors to make sure that you're writing for you writing what you want your own story how you love and the way that you want to see it
0: okay um How do you balance your home and work life um i mean it's kind of easy for me
1: uh i got i have five kids but all my kids are older my baby is eight my oldest is 15 so
0: um
1: they kind of are self-sufficient so it's not much that i have to do Mm -hmm. um i do try to take at least two days during the week off from writing because i don't work either you know i write full-time right now right so um, I try to take at least two days off write of writing so I can chill with them, kick it with them. Um, sometimes more, more, even more days, you know, we go on vacation or something. I don't really write while I'm gone, unless okay. we're on the road. I'm in the riding passenger seat. I can write on my phone or something. But Okay.
0: Um, sum yourself up in three words.
1: Um, three words. Um, passionate,
0: hardworking, and uh, ambitious. Okay. Okay. Um, as far as what's next, you just told us that you have, um, two upcoming releases. Yeah. And also, um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to talk my shit in the group because, you (laughs) know, spotlight week is coming up and you're the spotlight author. So that's going to be fun. Um, I think that that was all the questions that I had for you today. Um, I really do um appreciate you joining in today mm-hmm. um that's going to wrap up this interview um guys i will list in the description um her social media handles and i will also link her author page on amazon so you guys can check it out um again i want to thank author t Lynn for joining me today um make thank sure you guys girl. you're welcome um Make sure you guys uh, check out her catalog. I promise you won't be disappointed. As always, this is a little review as told by me.